This is the Jesus Only Speaks the Truth podcast. My name is Dennis McGee Jr. Today is Thursday evening, September the 2nd, 2021. It is quickly approaching 8 o'clock in the evening here in the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. We had a disastrous storm here in the Philadelphia area. I wasn't even planning on getting into this too much. I'll keep it very brief, but please uh, keep the folks in the Philadelphia area and obviously the entire Northeast a lot of folks hit, obviously, in Louisiana, uh, all of the remnants of Hurricane Ida. Uh, please, first and foremost, keep them all in your prayers. And obviously, if there's anything that you can do uh, financially, send uh, this or that. Um, I, I will recommend, obviously, check. Uh, there's there's a, the radio station K-Love um, is a uh, Christian music station. They're doing something. You could go right to their website, klove.com. Uh, you can make a donation of twenty dollars. And uh, I was listening yesterday for a bit. Sounds like what they're doing is very special in terms of bringing food, water, and uh, what they're calling hygiene kits to those in need. And for those in the Philadelphia area, uh, same same situation. Um, I would definitely recommend you go into klove.com. Uh, that that would be the that would be the site that I would I would recommend you checking out. Uh, a valid website, and they'll and will go to good use. Uh, last week uh, was actually we were actually on a, a very blessed and wonderful family vacation, uh, the second one of the summer, um, courtesy of my very generous uh, mother-in-law. It was it was a thank you, mom. It was awesome. Uh, this time, obviously, is a much much lighter note. Uh, this time last week, I was out uh, swimming in the in the Atlantic Ocean, and I was taking in the. Uh, I, was, I swam about about seven o'clock at night or so. So uh, I was taking in the landscape of Sea Island in New Jersey, where we like to vacation. Where I met my wife. Uh, we began dating eighteen years ago. We just celebrated fifteen years of marriage. My beautiful wife Janine, who is a Catholic school teacher and is actually in her classroom right now. I'll be meeting her in just a few minutes at the completion of this podcast to help her complete setting up her classroom. Surrender novena, day number five. That is the message. Surrender Novena, day number five. When I read through day number five of the Surrender Novena, first of all, if if you haven't heard any of the Surrender Novena messages, Jesus appeared to an Italian priest in the 1960s by the name of Father Dolindo Rotulo, who was the spiritual director for St. Pio, who many commonly refer to as Padre Pio, Father Pio, Padre Pio for many, many years, a very holy, devout, and uh, I would even say household name. So this Father Delindo Vertulo was the spiritual director for St. Pio. St. Pio said, of course, as I mentioned uh, in the last few podcasts, that the entire paradise, enti- all paradise was in this man's soul, meaning his spiritual director, Father Delindo Vertulo. Jesus appeared to Father Delindo Rotulo. Uh, Jesus obviously appeared to St. Padre Pio, St. Pio as well. The specifics of the apparitions where Jesus appears to Father Delindo Rotulo is known as the Surrender Novena. I repeat, I've repeated it every week since we started doing this. We're going to do nine special uh, podcasts on this message. Jesus said, think about all the novenas you can choose. All the novenas that you can pray, that I can, all of them. Think of them all. Jesus said, there is no novena more effective than this, than the surrender novena, the one we're going into tonight. 
And as I read through day number five, I found myself drawn to the Old Testament, Proverbs, uh, a very famous proverb, well-known proverb. I would imagine pretty much anybody on this that's listening to this podcast has heard what I'm about to read, but I probably heard it a hundred times. I have it hanging on my refrigerator and I needed to read it again. It's Proverbs chapter three, verses five and six. It reads, trust in the Lord with all your heart. On your own intelligence, rely not. In all your ways, be mindful of him. And he will make straight your paths. Amen. That's what this surrender novena is all about. Trusting in the Lord to the point where we're recognizing through our humility that the Lord knows what's best and that the Lord knows all things. And that yes, and this may sound, I mean this in the most respectful way, but the Lord is obviously much, much, much smarter than us. There's no sense in, yes, of course, our Lord has given us intelligence, the gift of common sense, and we use these gifts. But we don't use them to the point where they become obstructions to God's will, but rather in accordance with God's will. And what we're doing is we're relying upon the Lord's intelligence, upon the Lord's omnipotence, his mercy, his goodness, that believing that he has what's best in store for us. And we're doing the best we can to get out of the way. And when the time is right, our Lord will have us utilize our intelligence in accordance with his plan. Think about what Jesus is saying specifically, or pardon me, what what the proverb is saying in verse 6. Be mindful of God, seeking God. And he will lead you. He will make straight your paths. He will guide you. Where else have we heard this? Jesus himself. The gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 6, verse 33. Jesus says, seek first the kingdom of God and live righteously. And everything else will be given to you besides. That's the key. Seeking God first. I mentioned before, and as a matter of fact, you heard, we added music to the beginning of the podcast. That song I first heard in the summer of 1998 at Franciscan University of Steubenville. Steubenville, Ohio. Franciscan University is arguably the most devout university uh, in the country. Possibly even you could make the case on the planet. Um, It is a whole different world there. I mean... I actually looked. I looked right to my right here. My neighbor, my neighbor's son, actually went uh, to this great school, Franciscan University in Steubenville, is devoutly Catholic. There are some devoutly Catholic schools in this country. This is the this is the the cornerstone. This is the this is the the model for for what it should be. When you're walking the campus, uh, you see kids praying the Rosary for a variety of intentions. It's a different world. But when I went there, the gentleman who had invited me, I mentioned this before, Mr. Minnick, who was uh, very influential in getting and in introducing me to Jesus, he would go to that verse all the time. I said this before in the podcast. Seek first, seek for, it's, it's, a, it's a lifeline. Seek first the kingdom of God and live righteously and everything else will be given to you. 
The key is to seek God first. That's what the Serena Novena is all about. That's what that proverb is all about. This is not a foreign message. We've heard this before. Just this is a different way of doing it. And what we're hearing is a reinforcement from our Lord in, in, in a way that it just, in my humble opinion, it hits my head and the heart in a very special way. And I hope it does for you too. You know, I haven't talked a lot about this, but I have a, a, a affinity for American history. I love American history, um, specifically from the founding of the, our, the United States until modern day. I love seeing, uh, reading and watching documentaries on the founding fathers, on uh, U.S. presidents. And one of the reasons, I love it for a variety of reasons. I think the relevance has a lot to do with it. It's, it's not just, it's not, everything is so relevant. Even things that were two, 200, 300 years ago. Because even though the situation changes, human nature doesn't. And God doesn't change. God is always faithful. And what we see, what I see when I watch these documentaries, specifically on the U.S. presidents per se, I see God's talents being utilized nurtured and developed and i also see god's will being completed in someone's life and that is so special because so many times you know we look at our own lives i'm 42 and we think to ourselves i wonder why i experienced that or i wonder why i experienced that good or or tough or what difficult whatever and we sometimes wonder but what what happened and then and then what a lot of times this happens too we see in our own lives the reason we experience that and we we many times rejoice we say well thank you god for preparing me for whatever this situation may be thank you for bringing this to fruition and we see things that uh come to fruition in our own lives well backing into the u.s pre re rewinding back to the u.s presidents we get an opportunity so far to see men that have taken this great office in this blessed country and we get to see the entire story of these lives and at the moment i'm actually watching a documentary on president ulysses s grant and very briefly it's important to understand that grant had experienced a lot of professional and business failures through his entire life. He had not really had a resume leading into the Civil War. He really, I mean, if you looked at his resume, you, you know, he had, he was a West Point grad. That was probably at the, the highest list. And even then, he was in the middle of his class. He was great on a horse, though. He had an extraordinary talent for horsemanship. And what we'd find out later is strategy. And through his failures and through his difficult times, his trials, he practiced and exercised the talent that God had given him that was perhaps the, his shining talent, one of his shining talents, his determination. Some say his dogged determination. And he was so determined. And he had the ability to keep cool under pressure. He had been through difficult times in his life. He had been battle tested. And God taught him 
this great gift of resilience to keep pushing forward, to keep moving in the right direction and not giving up. Whereas many of the generals, specifically on the Union side, were not very successful. They were not having much success. Their most of them were being dominated, except Grant. He just kept winning and winning and winning. And what made what separated him was his ability to keep cool during the most extreme situations with lives on the line and his ability to see clearly during those times and be determined and, re- and resolve to be victorious with, God, with God's grace. And what we see through this man's life, through President Grant, ultimately he became President of the United States. He was the 18th president, two after Lincoln. He, of course, had a great working relationship with then President Lincoln, who was the commander-in-chief at that time during the Civil War. But we see our Lord's efforts in preparing Grant throughout his life, through those trials, through his business and professional failures, for those most paramount moments in American history. And preparation, preparation is a lot to do with what's going on, with what happens in a lot of our lives. You know, I just heard this, and I'll probably butcher this because you know what? I actually didn't rehearse this, but uh, I think it was Benjamin Franklin. Dr. Franklin had a great quote, failure to prepare. Failure to prepare is preparing to fail. I think that's what it was, right? In other words, if you don't prepare, you're not prepared, you're going to fail. Well, what we're hearing in this day, no, day five novena is that Jesus will prepare us. That's what's happening. And, and this is, and I'll move right into, I'm going to do a reading from the Diary of Divine Mercy in one moment. A friend of mine would often quote this. And I presume Lincoln did say it. I never researched it. My friend would tell me, when Abraham Lincoln was asked, if you had six hours to cut down a tree, how would you do it? Lincoln responded, I'd spend the first four hours sharpening the blade of the axe. What's that mean? It means preparing. Being prepared for whatever the Lord has in store. We hear about folks that have overnight successes. Grant, by many means in terms of what outsiders would look at, wow, he had a lot of overnight successes as a general. No, Jesus was preparing him. God was preparing him. Much like God is preparing you or has prepared you. I don't know exactly where you're at in your life. High probability though. You're either being prepared or you are prepared and you know exactly what I'm talking about because what happens is so many times we become discouraged we want something to happen now we want to have our success immediately but God is saying not yet you're not you're not quite ready yet you need to be fully prepared so that when that moment arrives you truly succeed I'm going to do a diary, a reading from the Diary of Divine Mercy, and then we're going to practice the Surrender Novena in just a moment. Pray the Surrender Novena in just a moment. Uh, the Diary of Divine Mercy, if you listen to this message, I, you're going to hear it again, but 1925 to 1938, Jesus appeared to St. Faustina in Poland. Jesus appeared to St. Faustina roughly 100 times, maybe more. Told her hundreds of things during these 13 years of apparitions. Everything runs in harmony with sacred scripture and was fully approved by the Catholic Church. 
Many things we read in this diary are almost verbatim out of Scripture as well. There are some different things that reinforce things we hear it in a different way. But many of the things we hear in some capacity and everything is in accordance with church teaching. Well, towards the latter part of this diary, this is diary notation 1823. This is towards the the end of St. Faustina's earthly life. Remember, Jesus says this message is not just for St. Faustina, but for all of us. Many souls are to profit from this message, Jesus says. He actually said, write down this message. It's for many souls that will profit from it. I hope that you're one of those souls. Jesus said to St. Faustina, I want you to become like a knight experienced in battle. Who can give orders to others amid the exploding shells? In the same way, my child, you should know how to master yourself amid the greatest difficulties and let nothing drive you away from me, not even your falls. Amen. See, if you've been through some trials, if you've been through some tribulations, if you've been through some tough times, there's a reason for it. High probability. God is preparing you for something great. Something special. But in order to do that something special, you need to be battle-tested. We need to be battle-tested. Much like President Grant. If you read, if, watch, see documentaries, any, name any presidents, any successful presidents, you'll see the testing that went on through their lives. It's not just presidents. It's anybody who's had had some success in their life. Battle-tested. Success would mean different things to different people, right? Experienced in battle. Being able to remain cool, to remain calm. As we p- begin to pray, surrender novena, day number five. Contemplate the reality that Jesus is preparing you. He's preparing me for something to take us to where? The next level. And let's enjoy the grace of preparation with God's grace. We will enjoy that grace. And it will be well utilized throughout our lives. God willing. Surrender Novena, day number five. We begin with a a prayer to the Blessed Virgin Mary. Prayer to the Blessed Virgin Mary. Mother, I am yours now and forever through you and with you. I always want to belong completely to Jesus. Amen. Surrender Novena, day number five. Lord Jesus, with your grace, I recall your words aloud. And one, I must lead you on a path different from the one you see. I will prepare you. I will carry you in my arms. I will let you find yourself like children who have fallen asleep in their mother's arms on the other bank of the river. What troubles you and hurts you immensely are your reason, your thoughts and worry, and your desire at all costs to deal with what afflicts you.
And we say 10 times the prayer. I'm going to say it once. You'll hear it now. We're going to say it all 10 times, just like the novena requests. Jesus requests that in the novena. Oh, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh, Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. My name is Dennis McGee, Jr., Thank you for listening, supporting, and sharing the Jesus Only Speaks the Truth podcast.